It's every mother's dream. Four days and three nights away, alone, without the kids, without the husband, without any responsibilities, where we can sleep, eat, whatever, not have to worry about keeping people alive, and not feel guilty about it. Like every mother, probably dads too, every person with a family, maybe even without a family, wants the space. And I was dying for it. So my husband and I finally wised up about a year and a half ago and decided to build retreats, solo retreats into our lives. And I loved it. I mean, obviously it was awesome. But the thing that surprised me is how that has helped my business grow. Because I'm not working usually during that time, and I'll, I'll explain. I'm going to dive into it in this podcast episode. But it's been incredible to see how taking time away has grown my business in big ways. It's been so good for it. And that is what I'm going to share with you today. We're going to talk about working less so that you can get this amazing benefit in your business. It's fantastic. So let's dive in. It's a great topic. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is my personal brand journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. All right. So how did these retreats start? We, so let me, let me tell you first what they are, okay? So my husband and I decided to do quarterly four-day retreats solo and put them in the calendar and make them big rocks. And this happened originally because last year, last spring, when I pivoted into personal brand photography, it was a crazy whirlwind. And it was such a massive business pivot in fact, uh, I talked about it when I, one of the really early episodes, I mean, like maybe episode 10 or 12 or something back there, probably should have looked up the number before I started recording, but I didn't, so you can go look for yourself, but it's the one that talks about how I made $70,000 beta launching. So I had this idea for personal brand photography, and I threw it out there to the world within like three weeks, and people were so excited about it. I did this free workshop. People were so excited that they basically begged me to do a course. I was eventually going to do one and they wanted it now. And so I did a beta course and I did it as I went. And I basically, as uh, my assistant Summer says, I uh, built the plane as I was flying it or laid the tracks as the train was coming down the tra track. You know, like it was, it was the most crazy, amazing thing I've ever done. It was so fun. And it was, it was, phenomenally successful. Obviously, it's become a seven-figure course. It's, um, it's changed the lives of so many photographers. And it's just, it's, it's sparked an entire movement. Not just like, hey, I'm making some money for me. Woohoo. Like, it's, my goal is to change our photography industry and it's starting to. It's just so beautiful to watch. Anyways, what happened was we did this beta course and I was just like super excited but now overwhelmed because I, I finally found what I knew I was supposed to really go deep with. And I talk about that pivot way early on in the podcast. Those early episodes are really good in terms of content, although a little awkward. I wasn't quite as natural on podcasting yet, but super great in terms of content. 
and we'll go through the whole story if you haven't heard it yet. So definitely go back and listen from the beginning if you haven't yet to just at least get through the origin story there. So um, I was talking to my husband during all of this and I'm like, man, there's so many things I want to do and so many things I need to get clarity around. Um, I, but I'm so busy with like all the day-to-day stuff. And at that time, my only team member was Summer, my assistant. I had totally let go of my entire team. Like it was a huge mistake, which I also talk about, I think in episode four, it's all the stuff I don't want to tell you. You can go listen to all that and why it all went down. It was not good. And, um, I was rebuilding from scratch and doing it right this time. And I, I just needed to think and I just couldn't, there was just so many things going on and so many things I had to deal with. And so I just finally, I'd I'd wanted to do this for a while, but I finally just sat down with my husband and we were kind of looking at the next few months and seeing what was on the calendar and planning some things out. And I just said, can I just go away for four days and three nights and just like have high level thought for my business? So it started kind of business related. And he's like, of course, like totally. And we actually decided to each do that because, um, having six kids makes it really exhausting. (laughs) Like it's overwhelming and exhausting. And like every, like it's, it's just this whole like needs management system when you're home, like who needs attention most, who needs mom or dad most, like, and you just can't give everybody all of your attention all the time. And three of my kids are little. And so they're loud. And three of my kids are preteens or teenagers and they're fighting. And so they're loud. And so like, it's just loud. It's loud. And our house is a super open concept house. And so it's really loud. Did I say it's loud? Because if, in case you didn't hear that part, it's loud, really loud. Think puppies all the time. Loud, loud, loud. Okay. I got the point across. I'm such a dork. (laughs) And so, um, Just the idea that I could not have to worry about putting kids to bed or my husband putting kids to bed. He actually does it more. But like any of the stuff, I didn't have to worry about keeping little humans alive or keeping the dog alive or any of it. And I could just go alone and take care of me and think about my business from a high level was so exciting. I'm like, I just need rest too. And I was, at that time, I was starting to build in self-care because I hadn't before. And I think I talked about that a few episodes ago, uh, how I was learning that from Stu at a mastermind. And so it was not long after that. And I'm just like, I've got, I always felt guilty, terribly guilty taking any time away. So anyways, that was the long preamble of why we do it. But we decided to start doing these four-day retreats. And the first one that I did, um, I totally did high-level business stuff. I went through some survey data. I did some hiking I did a lot of sleeping. I watched some Netflix. Like it was just incredible to unplug a little bit, but also just have space to think high level and eat yummy food that I didn't have to cook. And I did it at this great little bed and breakfast that has the most amazing yummy breakfast in the world and the sweetest innkeepers ever. Uh, We had stayed there before we came or before we found this house. And when we came to do the inspection for this house we stayed there as well or something else when we came to see it for the first time that's what it was and so the place had special memories to me it's right in Duluth and it was far enough away from home that I wasn't thinking you know thinking about all the stuff I had to do and it was so transformative I came back about her mom I came back about her wife I came back with so much clarity in my business and I just I loved it I loved it 
And my husband had a similar experience for him. He went and did a bunch of pickleball stuff. And it was so, I mean, and spiritually even, like we both connected with God in a way that we weren't like, it wasn't like a super like prayer intention retreat. Like it wasn't like we went to connect with God, but it just creating that space and not having all the noise in our life just gave us space to reconnect. And, um, and so we started building that into our calendar on a quarterly basis. And, um, we do them four times for a year. And I want to give you kind of an outline of what it looks like because I know this is totally crazy. And then I'll talk about why it's so important to do this. Okay. So we have basically have three rules. Number one, you can't feel bad about leaving because if you feel guilty about being gone all the time, well, then you just totally ruin the whole point. There's no guilt. There's no shoulds in this. Okay. So you can't feel bad about leaving. Now, because my husband and I were both doing this, because uh, we, we, it's easy to feel bad about leaving the other person with all the work because six kids are a lot of work. And it's, I mean, both of us can handle it. We're adults. There are kids. <laughs> like, it's not the end of the world. It's actually not a big deal. But I had this guilt complex, even though Brandon was a stay-at-home dad for quite a while. So I know he can handle it. Like, that's not the issue at all. I just felt bad leaving him there with them alone uh, because it felt so selfish to go away. And so uh, we just made the rule together that neither of us was going to feel bad. And if the other started feeling bad, we'd be like, nope, it's great. We got it. And we really honor that time. So like if, if I'm struggling with the kids at home and my husband calls to see how things are going, I don't tell him or like to talk and to touch base. I don't tell him it's a, it's a mess and a wreck because I don't want him to feel guilty. We really protect that space for each other. I'll chat with him and I'll ask him how he's doing and we'll connect and whatever. And that's that. And that's all it is. And we don't have to feel bad about it because uh, it's there's no reason to have guilt. The second rule, so number one is can't feel bad. Number two is there's no expectations on that time. So the first one was sparked by me wanting to have some high-level planning time for my business. But since then, um, like one time, the second time, I was about to go into launch and I just really wanted a bunch of time to put like my nose to the grindstone and pound out a bunch of work. Because when I am not distracted and I can work till 11 p.m. or 1 a.m. or whatever, if I get in that zone and that flow and nothing's interrupting me, man, I am the, I mean, I can get more done in a day than I do in an entire week. Moms, dads, those of you who know how much more effective you are without the kids around, you get it. You get it. And so um, I've done that. Uh, the one after that, I actually went and volunteered on an intercessory prayer team for an intervarsity conference that I had served at many years as staff and then volunteered out again uh, with one of my dear friends. Her name is Camille. She's like a spiritual mentor to me. And I spent four days in prayer and praying for this conference and for college students. And that was incredible. Like it was so incredible. And I got to spend it with one of my dearest friends and one of the people I love most in this world. And she's just, she's just like this incredible, beautiful spirit. I don't even know how to explain her to you. So that was such a joy and it just filled me up. Had nothing to do with business at all. Although I will tie this all back to business. Promise you that. Because I said, why working less is good for your business, right? I want to not just like clickbait you on that title. I want to actually get to that meat. Uh, But I want to keep going through this. The next one that I took, which was this past spring... I quilted the entire time. I literally spent the entire time arranging little triangles and making them look pretty. 
because that's what I wanted to do. And it was phenomenal because I'm a rainbow quilter. And you can see all that uh, on Instagram at Jamie M. Swanson Quilts. Please don't follow me unless you really like quilting because I only want people to follow me who actually want to engage with my posts because I get great reach and I have zero interest in, uh, you know, the vanity metrics of number of followers. So if you do like quilts and think it's pretty and you want to see my artwork, then by all means, go ahead. But if you just want to check out the quilt I was working on, you can go to hashtag epic rainbow quilt and you will see it's truly epic. And uh, it's still in progress. It'll be in progress for like five more years. But um, I did that. That's all I did. I rented a little house from Airbnb and I quilted the entire time and I ate some food. I think I took a nice long hot bath and that was that. It was phenomenal. And then um, this last one I did, and this one I'm going to talk to you about a little bit more in depth, was when I went to North Dakota. And this was just two weeks ago. Excuse me. My daughters were going to camp in uh, North Dakota, where I went to camp as a kid. It's a long ways away. It's like nine or ten hours driving, more with stops. So we do the trip over in two days. We stop in Grand Forks, and then we go up to Music Camp, International Music Camp, in case you're curious. It's right on the border between North Dakota and Canada. Like literally between the two border crossing stations is the entrance to the park. So you can stand on the border. You can be in Canada and the U.S. at the same time, which is just super duper fun. Maybe a little cheesy. I don't care. It's nostalgic. I've been doing it since fifth grade. And um, they go to the music camp that I went to as a kid. It was my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Yes, it's band camp. Yes, I was camper of the year one year out of literally thousands of students because I'm an overachiever and I was really into music, clarinet, in case you didn't know. Uh, but I love that camp and it just brings me so much joy to see my kids loving that camp. So even though it's way out of the way, I take my kids to camp. And by the time I get home, I'm there for three days and then I turn around and I go back. It's another three days of driving to pick them up. And so this time I was talking to my husband and I'm like, why don't I stay in North Dakota and have a retreat there? Because I had to, normally I'm gone for four days instead of three and so it was less days of being gone overall. And I got six solid days of retreat instead of four, which just felt luxurious, right? And I grew up in North Dakota, and it's always been a part of my heart. I was there for 10 years. And so I was so excited. I decided to do this whirlwind tour of North Dakota and just revisit the state. Like, the prairie just speaks to me. So I, um, I saw my friend Josh Boucher. He was like my best friend growing up. If you live in North Dakota, you know he's a politician now and you should vote for him because he has a heart of gold. He's an amazing human being. Uh, but man, oh, do I have stories about Josh. I probably shouldn't share them publicly because, you know, I don't know that I would want him sharing some of those stories of me growing up publicly either because, man, we got to... We, we know each other well. Let's put it that way. We know a lot of, I mean, we were like attached at the hip for years, years. Uh, it was, it was great, but um, I digress. And then I went over to the other side of the state and I actually did some backcountry backpacking and camping in Teddy Roosevelt National Park. And I'd never done that before, especially not solo on like in the wilderness. It was insane. And um, for that one, my goal, I had a couple of things I wanted to think about. One of them was this mastermind. 
But more than anything, that time in North Dakota was just kind of like getting into the flow and letting my mind go anywhere. And I'm going to talk about that more in the next episode because I want to go into that one in detail. But here's here's the point I want to make, the big point. Now that I've shared what it is, what we do, and how it started, um, at first, my thought was that this was just self-care and that no matter what it was, um, whether I you know, wanted to focus on business or I wanted to camp or I wanted to quilt, whatever it was, being able to leave the mental load to the side, like keeping humans alive, you know, worried about business stuff day to day, all the stuff. Like I totally check out during this time and um, being able to let go of all of that and have this free open time to just get a massage if I want to or whatever it is, doesn't even matter. Just to have that freedom and to like, it's incredible to sleep. If I want, if I want to stay up all night, that's fine. If I want to sleep all day and all night, because I'm usually that exhausted, that's fine too. Like having freedom like that, we never get that. And what I found was that it doesn't really matter what I do, that creating the space is where all the best ideas come from. When I get away and I let go of all the day-to-day stuff and I let go of all the shoulds and all the responsibilities and even all the expectations on that time. Like I try not to go with too many expectations. Sometimes I go with a game plan. Like if I want to do high-level thinking about the business or if I want to quilt, like I've obviously got to bring my machine and, you know, whatever. Or like I wanted to do that prayer thing. Or this time in North Dakota, I really wanted to think through um, the direction that we are going to be taking our course and when we're going to do it next and how we're going to, you know, some of the things we're going to do and change it up, which I don't want to reveal yet. That's coming. I wanted space to think through that. And I wanted to think about this mastermind that I was going to be leading. Uh, but none of that was stuff I had to like, you know, check off a checklist. I just wanted that space. And magic happens when you create that space for yourself. And you don't even need to intentionally say, okay, now it's time for me to think through this stuff. It just happens. And when you slow down and just listen to your thoughts and actually become aware of them, it can change everything in your business. The clarity that you get from just creating space and playing or resting or sleeping or creating or whatever it is that you feel like doing in that moment, it's magical. It's so magical. It's the closest thing I've ever felt to freedom. <laughs> like even in college and when I, you know, wasn't married and whatever else, like I didn't get it. There was always to do stuff. I never took time away in that space away. And yes, there's a cost to it because you got to have a place to stay. And we, I mean, my husband and I require that we leave. We want to now, but like if you stay at home, you see all the stuff that needs to be done and it, it's, it's just that mental load is still there. It's visually there. And so like letting go and separating and creating space and freedom for yourself, not only is that just amazing from a self-care standpoint, but it will change your business. I guarantee that your mind will start to get clarity on some of the things that are going on. You'll see the things that you keep thinking about. And you might even notice the things you haven't thought about once that maybe aren't as big of a deal as you're making them out to be. 
because obviously if they're a big deal, they might have come to the forefront of your mind. So I want to share some of the things that I learned on my trip to North Dakota, and I want to share why I backpacked into the wilderness and camped there solo, which was crazy. It was so amazing. I'll share some of my takeaways from that. And some of, I, I, I have, I got a really big, couple of really big insights when I was there that I wasn't even trying to get. That just came because there was space. And I want to share some of those with you. So that's coming up in the next episode. If you want to hear some of the actual takeaways I took away from creating space for me that happened to deal with my business. So if you haven't yet, please subscribe. I know you hear that every episode, but I really want you to subscribe. Share this episode with a friend. And more than anything, I challenge you right now to think about how you can create space in your life. Now, maybe you can't do a four-day retreat. You know your situation better than mine. But for some of you, you probably could. Yes, it's going to be a hassle. Yes, it might mean some uncomfortable situations. It might mean finding childcare for six kids. That's really difficult to find. Trust me, I know how hard it is to find someone who can handle six kids. Uh, It might mean overcoming some of your own fears and anxieties about separating from your family for a while. It might mean having hard conversations with your spouse, why you want to go do something alone when they don't feel like you have the time, whatever. There's tons of stuff that goes through your head. You might even feel terribly guilty about even wanting to do that. But trust me on this one. Find some space. If you can do this, make this happen. It will transform your business and your life with the takeaways you get from this. And I mean, who, who, who doesn't want more freedom? So make it happen. You know, make it happen for those you love. Encourage them to do it as well. And um, oh, share in our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group. It's linked in the show notes. I'm not super active in there yet. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm going to be. And I would love to hear if you're taking this initiative and actually making space in your business and stepping away because, man, sometimes there's just so much noise, not just from kids, but from life and the to-do list and the mental load and all the things you're carrying that when you can just set that on the shelf for a bit and not have to worry about it and just do whatever you feel like doing, it magic, it is, it's like magic. Like I feel like God honors that time and it really will give you the insight that you need to move forward with clarity even if you're not looking for that. It's phenomenal. So can't wait to hear how you do this. And uh, yeah, I will catch you in the next episode where I'm going to tell you all about what actually happened in North Dakota and some of my big takeaways from it. So I'll see you there. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. 
Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is getthepodcast.com. And have a great day. Thanks for listening.